0: Good morning. hope everybody's doing well today on this wonderful Friday morning. I'm sure a lot of people are, are excited that it is finally Friday and uh, made it through one more week. And uh, I tell you what, I don't like these uh, cooler temperatures we're experiencing and it's uh, uh, very disheartening to know that is the last weekend of summer. I uh, hate that and despise the thoughts of cold. I know a lot of people like fall and are, and uh, saw where a lot of ladies are excited about decorating for fall and already has done so and uh so kudos to you but uh i like fall to a certain extent but uh i just don't like what follows after it you know and so if we go spring summer fall back to spring summer hey that'd be perfect as i hate despise winter i hate despise cold i hate being cold i hate my feet being cold hate my hands being cold i don't like being cold at all and uh, if you're a homesick Eskimo, and that's what you like, then more power to you. But I am not a happy camper. It's the last weekend of summer. But uh, oh well, not, uh, uh, not everything's meant to last forever, I guess. I guess that helps us to appreciate uh, these warmer temperatures that much more. But anyway, hope everybody is doing well today and uh, woke up in a good mood, and ready to hit the ground running. And uh, so let's go ahead and look at our verses this morning. We're looking at Proverbs 23, uh, verses 17 and 18. And uh, good morning, Mr. Miller. And uh, so, as always, if you got your Bibles handy, please look these up, underline them, highlight them, and memorize them, and use them uh, to go back and reflect on and think about throughout the day. But we're looking at Proverbs 23, 17 through 18, and it says, Let not thine heart envy sinners, but be thou in the fear of the Lord all the day long. For surely there is an end, and thy expectation shall not be cut off. So, you know, it kind of goes in uh, a little bit while I was, while I was talking about yesterday with uh, coveting, what somebody else has. But, you know, sometimes it is easy as a Christian, uh, you know, when you sit here, let not that heart envy sinners. You know, it's easy uh to think you know i'm trying to do the right thing i'm trying to live for the lord i'm trying to do what is right in god's eyes and here i can see this guy across the street Uh, i'm not saying me personally i'm just saying as an example as an illustration that uh you know hypothetically there's the guy across the street that uh is uh, godless has nothing to do with church has nothing to do with god good morning carol and uh, has nothing to do with god whatsoever and uh uh, and everything seems to go his way or her way, and uh, uh, you know, it's like riches abound for them. They can cheat still, and, and lie, and cuss, and everything seems to go good, but here I'm trying to live for the Lord, and everything goes bad, nothing goes right, and uh, bills are piling up, sickness in the household, you know, it's not fair. And so that's what it's referring to. Don't envy these people, okay? Don't uh, uh, covet what they have, what they're dealing with, because they're, unless they turn their lives over to Lord Jesus Christ, this is the only heaven they're ever going to know. And uh, uh, so let them enjoy whatever they can now because until unless they turn their lives over to Jesus Christ, man, you know, that's all they got. But we have the hope uh, the, to to look to the future glory of Jesus Christ. And uh, so we don't need to be jealous around the, get out here in a second. We don't need to be jealous with people around us and what they have. We you know, and I think you know, when we see somebody succeed, uh, Christian or not, there is a certain amount of envy and jealousy, you know, and, and resentment. You thinking, well, man, you know, why why do they get the breaks and and I'm working hard and not, you know? But what we need to do, as this verse continues to say, is, but be thou in the fear of the Lord all the day long. If we keep our focus on Jesus Christ, keep our focus on the eternal. That's where our hearts and minds will be guarded, and that's where we need to be. We need to be humble and and show full humility before Jesus Christ, and then these material things won't matter anymore because we're being focused on God. You know, who cares if somebody is successful? Man, be proud of. I say, congratulations. Sometimes it's hard to do, particularly if somebody you don't even like. You know, it's hard to say congratulations, and it's you know, it's like trying to uh, take uh, uh, a spoonful of. Um, uh, casserole, you know, it's a, you don't want to, you know, sometimes you have to do it, but, uh, uh, of course I doubt any, many kids today even in what casserole is now. But anyway, uh, but we need to be congratulatory. see that it comes from a sense of selflessness and not a sense of selfishness. Okay. And that's why we are inherently, man's heart is just, but we can know it. We are inherently selfish people and we, when we, we see others succeeding, doing well, and we're not, then we get upset. But we need to pray for God's discernment. Lord, what is the work that you have me to do? And let me do it wholeheartedly. See, God has a work for you. We don't need to compare ourselves to other people, to their success, to their homes, to their cars, whatever else is doing. that you know, We need to concentrate on our walk and our relationship with Jesus Christ. That's what's important. And, and people can be envious in other ways. They don't always have to be materialistic. Some people, it can be physical. You know, you may look at uh, uh, somebody else and say, boy, I wish I was built like them, I wish I could uh, have muscles like them, or wish I was, uh, was in, or for the ladies, I wish I was in a size one like her. You know, I don't know, but uh, you know, you get my point. You know, in fact, the other day, uh, what were we watching? Uh, had uh, Mark Wahlberg in it. Uh, it, might've been Transformers. I think that's what it was, Transformers. And uh, I tell you what, that, that dude is cut. And I told Brandon, I said, I wish I was built like it. I wish I had those stomach muscles and those arms like it. That'd be awesome. But there's a reason why God did not genetically bless me with that. Instead, I've got to have the Dunlap disease where my stomach has Dunlap over my belt. And it's like no matter how much weight I lose, it's still there. And uh, I know that. Uh, the reason why I don't, was not blessed like it because I'd be very conceited. But if I had stomach muscles, I'd be up there preaching without a shirt on. I'd just wear a vest and, and look like uh, Nilly Vanilly up there preaching. <laughs> and, uh, so that wouldn't fly. You know, not many people want to see Magic Mike at church, you know, so, and that's, that's why I wasn't blessed with that. But, uh, you know, but it's easy to look at somebody else and say, boy, I wish I was built like that. And it's easy spiritually to look at somebody else and say, boy, I wish I was at the spiritual level that they're at or the spiritual maturity that they're at and and wish I could love the Lord as they do. Well, you know, all of our different, uh, you know, so we need to be careful not to be envious of other people. And, uh, you know, as far as weight loss, you're just going to have to work at it and burn more calories than you take in. And it's hard to do when you love food like I do and love sweets like I do and love carbs like I do. (laughs) It's, you know, it's hard to do, but it takes work. Likewise, spiritually, it takes work. And uh, just like with physical discipline to exercise and work out, it takes spiritual discipline to spend that time in prayer and scripture, that, that intimate walk with God, Uh, to spend that time in church in order to reach a a level of spiritual maturity. Uh, And so instead of being envious of other people, we need to start working harder, whether it's at work, physical, spiritual, mentally, emotionally. We need to work on these things. We can sit there and and complain and get mad and upset. I think that's a lot of problems with uh, a lot of... um, these uh, generation uh, X and y's and uh, you know these, these coming generations they want everything handed to them they don't want to have to work for it they want to, you know they they say well you know I don't want to flip hamburgers I want to be president of the company you know but it they don't or or if they can't achieve it then they want you to, to economically give the, whatever you're earning to them so they can live a better life without having to do the work. And that's not the way life is. That's like I've told my kids, nobody owes you anything, you know? And if you want anything, you have to work hard for it. And that's true spiritually or uh, physically or economically, we have to work for these things. And, and things are just not handed to you. And I think that's a problem with uh, our, a lot of our kids today, they want everything handed to them and don't want to do the work at hand. And so they're jealous of a CEO making three figures and uh, uh, and they don't understand why they're not. But you can be jealous and envious of these things around you or you work hard to achieve those things. And whether it's spiritual, physical, or uh, job-related, you have to work at it. It had, takes discipline. It takes time. It doesn't happen overnight. And I think that's one, one reason why so many people are envious today of other people because they don't want to put the work into it that is required to achieve certain results. And uh, But the main fact of the matter is we have to concentrate on our walk with Jesus Christ. We have to be, make sure that we're keeping our eyes on God. Let's make sure that we're being humble before God, being malleable. In other words, for God to, so that we are humble, But we want God to use us in a way that is glorifying to him and ask God how we can be better used for his service so when something is malleable, it can be shaped and formed into how you want it to be. Well, we want us to be used by God, to be shaped and formed and and be put in a direction that he wants us to go into. And if we can take our eyes off the physical, take our eyes off of the the temporal and put our our eyes and fix that on the eternal, how much better will we be? How much better will we be as Christians? You know, there's a lot of mornings I don't always wait and be like I can't wait to get up at four in the morning and read my Bible and pray. In fact when four o'clock rolls around I'm thinking oh my gosh I just closed my eyes I'm gonna be four o'clock already you know and uh you know there's a certain amount of you know uh I mean I don't dread reading my Bible and pray don't get me wrong it's just I, I just don't want to get up that early sometimes and uh and technically I don't have to but I like that quiet time with me and the Lord before my family gets up, everybody starts stirring around, getting ready for work and school. And I just like that quiet time with just me and the Lord. And likewise with uh, with with physical discipline and exercise. Not everybody wakes up and says, boy, I can't wait to go run three miles today. I can't wait to lift those weights. I can't wait to do those crunches. But in order to uh, to achieve those certain results, you have to be disciplined enough to do that. And I think that's one reason why the Apostle Paul uh, talks so much about uh, uh, as far as, you know, I don't run as one beating uh, at the wind or, uh, you know, and, and he that wins the race, you know, and or fights the good fight uh, to win the race. And, you know, I think there was reason why that the Apostle Paul used those examples uh, in in spirituality, uh, in regards to exercise, because they're very similar, you know, they you had what was known as the Isthmian Games, uh, that was, were pretty much our, uh, the equivalent to our Olympics today, and uh, and it, it and they had like a, a crown of uh, foliage that they would wear that uh, when they won, and I think and so it takes that discipline, you know, you just don't wake up one morning and say I want to be a pole vault guy, I want to run a triathlon, I want to uh, uh, whatever it may be, you just don't wake up and just do it. It takes years of work and discipline and muscle building to achieve the goals that these, these athletes have uh, that are gold medalists. Uh, they're gold medals for a reason, you know, and so. Uh, we have to likewise be disciplined into things of Jesus Christ, the things of God, the things of the Word, in order to achieve where we need to be at spiritually, mentally, and emotionally. So we can be envious, we can be jealous, we can be upset about certain things in our lives, but until we are humble before God and asking God to reveal himself to us, to, be, uh, to ask for discernment and ask for what that perfect work is for our lives, then we are going to be floundering around, and you're worried about temporal things that don't mount to a hill of beans Uh, Instead of working about the eternal, and uh, remember, all this stuff's going to burn away. All this stuff is going to go. And uh, you know, I'm not saying it's, it's it's a sin to want nice things. Everybody wants nice things. You know, there's nothing wrong with that. But if that's all you're doing is coveting and envying where somebody else is, and that's all your focus is at, then you're focusing on the wrong thing. We have to focus on the things of Jesus Christ. That's what's important. If the Lord blesses you with a b and c then so be it but we need to make sure that we are being disciplined and we're focusing on jesus christ the the devil allows plenty of distractions for this world and there's so many churches who are watering down the gospel in order to uh, 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 appease those that are in the world they don't want to offend we have to stand in the whole word of god and that's not an always an easy thing to do culture and society does not like what we stand for they don't like what we believe because they know their deeds are evil and wicked. in the light of god's word the light of the gospel exposes their darkness and their evil deeds and they don't want to hear it but we have to stand for what is true and we have to stand for what is right and that takes discipline that takes heart that takes a real man it takes a real woman to stand for things of jesus christ you know A lot of people say, well, things were going good for. I got saved. Well, of course, because the devil had you where he wanted you. But the minute you put your hand in the nail scarred hand and give your life to Jesus Christ, the devil don't like it. And he is after you. He's shooting those fiery darts at you. He wants to take you down. He wants to hurt you. He wants to separate you from the love of all costs. And so that's why we have to keep our eyes on God. And sometimes, you know, I heard an illustration of the day I thought was really good was that uh sometimes uh we are like a bow and arrow you know when a bow it's going to be stretched you know i i like to uh, a dad got me a recurve bow and i like it far much better than uh, a um compound bow a compound bow is pretty much like a gun you set the sights you shoot you're pretty much going to hit with your target but a compound bow it takes instinct and it takes poor work and it takes practice my dad shoots like 100 arrows a day and he's really good proficient because it takes that discipline to get to where he needs to be. And sometimes we are like that bow that when stretched back, see, the archer knows how far to pull that bow. And sometimes we may feel like that bow. They feel like, man, God is stretching me far more than I can. I can't take it anymore. But when that archer lets loose of that arrow, okay, that's and then that arrow goes farther and, and, and longer than we, they, it could have ever went before. Well, sometimes God has to stretch us and it's almost feel like it's at a breaking point. But then when he lets go, we as the arrow may go farther and do greater, bigger things than we ever hoped for or imagined. So even though sometimes, you know, it feels like, man, I'm I going to take much more. That's, remember, that's the old devil trying to hurt you. But it may be, those things that build you up and make you stronger for the future battles that you may have to deal with. So when you're dealing with those battles, don't be envious of those around you. Instead, keep your eyes focused on the Lord. Rely upon his strength and allow him to use you in a mighty way. I think too many people want to rely on their own might, but we have to rely upon the strength and the power of God. That's the only thing that will get us through each and every day. That's the only thing. So don't worry about tomorrow. How will I deal with this as it is tomorrow, the next day, next week, next month, next year? Worry about today. All right? And you worry about your walk with Jesus Christ today and that you be used for his glory. So don't just put away these petty differences. Put away this envy, this strife, this division, with particularly within the body of Christ and the things of the world. Let's put on the whole armor of God and let us fight and let us stay true and stay strong in the things of Jesus Christ. And when we can do that, look how much more peace and happiness that we will have. Let us have a word of prayer. Therefore, our Lord, we thank you, we love you, and we praise you. Lord, thank you for another wonderful day, another day, to, an opportunity to serve you and to do your perfect work and will. Help us, Lord Jesus, to put away selfishness, pettiness, envy, strife, uh, division. Lord, let us focus on you. Let us draw our strength from you. Let us serve you. And when the, uh, the fiery darts of the old devil come at us, Lord, let us use that shield of faith. Let us put on the breastplate of righteousness. Put it on the helmet of salvation, the sword of the spirit. Let us put on that whole armor of God and be able to fight when, uh, uh, each and every day when the devil attacks. Give us that strength that only comes from you. Lord, if there's anyone watching this morning that doesn't know you, then I'll pray this prayer. Dear God, forgive me of all my sins. Jesus, I know you died on the cross for me. I know you rose from the grave for me. Come into my heart and save me. Fill me with the Holy Spirit. Lord, please be with our children, parents, teachers. Uh, Lord, let them get schooling back safely, uh, bus drivers and uh, let them get to school and back safely. any problems or complications. Be it those traveling to work, those traveling on for business or vacation. Those who have offered up prayer requests on social media uh, dealing with uh, loved ones or even personal uh, things that they're dealing with. Lord, you know those hearts and minds. I uh, pray that you will intervene and your will will be done. And Lord, I just praise you be with this nation as a whole and you'll touch hearts and minds and be with our president and touch his heart and mind. Let give him discernment and let him turn to you for all things. And Lord, just be with us this day and use us mightily. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. I appreciate I appreciate each and every of y'all watching this morning. Uh, you know, I always look forward to our Devotions and uh, there's a lot of days I'm exhausted and uh, and just think man maybe I should just skip today or I'm hurting bad from the surgery and, and I think you know no I've got to I've got to do this and uh, not for vain glory or selfish ambition but I just want to be used humbly by the Lord hopefully to use these to encourage you and spirit and spur you on uh, with your spiritual walk and uh, as always if you want to share these uh, devotions with family or friends and you think they would like to watch these each and every day of course there's my Facebook address and they say well my Family we don't do Facebook. Well, there's Twitter. A lot of most people do Twitter today, and uh, they can go on there as well. So I hope everybody has a wonderful weekend, a blessed day, and a blessed weekend. Of course, I'll invite you out to Fountain Life Bible Church. Sunday, 9 and 10.45 a.m. And Sunday night at 6 and Wednesdays at 7. Don't neglect that. Assembling of ourselves together with like-minded believers. We need to come together. And that's so we can learn and grow and and have a closer walk with the Lord each and every day. And that should be your goal. So, uh, thanks for watching. And remember, as I say this each and every day, live today as if it were your last. Because one day it's going to be. Thanks for watching.